0: We are live. Welcome. This is Orion Rising. I'm your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are. Tuning into the show, it's Friday night. Share this out, share this out, share this out. There's my ugly mug on the camera for those of you who are listening on the MP4 broadcast, where you have video. For those of you are listening on the MP3 broadcast, welcome. You guys can't talk in the chat. Unfortunately, I'm trying to get that uh hooked up to where i can uh go the live there as well as on a couple of platforms like i'm doing on facebook and youtube right now i may see if i can hook that up and then uh that way those of you around the world that listen on the mp3 file you should be able to i'm going to see if i can get Streamyard to do that to where you guys can actually uh, take part in the live chat as well that would be pretty badass right welcome everybody denise tony i see you guys there say hello i see you guys saying hi to casey that means casey's in the uh audience, but hasn't said anything, right? Share this out, Share this out, show this out, whoever's out there. Say hello so I know that you're in the audience. Otherwise, I don't know you're here. Uh, and like I said, share this out, because if you don't share this out, then it doesn't get out there to anybody. So I've been uh, missing on Wednesday a couple of uh, days during the last couple of weeks. It's been kind of crazy, all the stuff that's been going on. And it's just gotten even crazier. We had the full moon, which had all this uh, retrograde, and it was a super moon, and it was all this craziness. Then we had a solar flare that, that popped up. Uh, In between that and then we had the new moon uh, that was uh, just uh, uh, last week uh, on Monday or this week on Monday, this week on Monday, Uh, the new moon. And now uh, we have a planetary alignment as of uh, uh, this morning at sunrise here in the United States. We have a five planet alignment across the, the night sky where they're all lined up in this beautiful arc. Uh, And that doesn't happen very often. Uh, At the same time, we have Mercury in retrograde. So we have all kinds of stuff going on, right, with the energies around the world, right? Uh, Yeah, I'm happy and sad. Tony says, I'm happy and sad I got a job now. So (laughs) that's good. But that means I might not manage to watch these uh, videos as much. Well, uh, you can listen to the MP3 file. And just listen to all the talk. And I do, I tell, you know, I put up there and say what you guys say in the chat. So if you can't watch the video, just go to wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, an MP3 file podcast. And uh, I'm listening to in over 60 countries around the world. So wherever it is, it's there. And if not, go to podbean.com slash Orion Rising. And the RSS feed is right there. You can copy that. Go to whatever app you use, whatever uh computer uh uh you know url that you go to for listening to mp3 podcasts and you can add it there your provider doesn't want you leaving to go to another provider to listen to podcasts so they accept that for free so you can still listen to me on the way to and from your job or on lunch or wherever it is that you uh, uh want to or even at home when you don't have time to watch the video you can just listen most of what we do is not a lot of visuals anyway uh and I usually try and describe that right so there's Casey. Welcome, Casey. Right. So uh, Casey finally said hi. Reese said hi. Right. Reese from down under said hello. So the energies that are going on right now and going forward is going to be this, you know, the, the everything. Let's start with. I know that, that we have to get into some politics because that's the religion of nefariousness. It's the religion of, uh, you know, of self-centered, egotistical narcissists narcissism is evil in the whole universal scheme of things there are two kinds of people two kinds of souls and two kinds of humans but the humans you kind of you know you got the black the white and the gray where some people haven't made up their mind (laughs) right but there's two kinds of souls in the universe those who are in service to others and those who are in service to self those who are in service to others obviously for those of you who don't know that um, I'll explain that that means that you that you care about other people and that you want to help people you're in service to others that is a holy soul a good soul not evil an evil soul is selfish self-righteous centered egotistical about me about my popularity about um, you know gratification for my self-control and power uh, so that is a religion of evil people just like the opposite of serving and being of service to to other human souls in any way, be it teachers in school or helping children, helping people with addictions, helping kids who have mental you know, disabilities, helping veterans, whatever it is. Uh, that that you are helping someone that's in service to others. So even if you're not helping people, but you're just a nice person and you're upbeat and positive, or if you do readings or if you're uh, a magician, you know, and I don't mean, you know, that white magic sleight of hand, crap, I'm talking about magic and then upper magic, you know, high, high magic, or magic with a K uh, and uh, you know, or if you're a healer, whatever it is that's in service to others that is considered good. Holy souls. The opposite is nefariousness. I use that word because if you say evil, people go, oh, that's the Satan. And but Some people just aren't evil and they're nefarious. So there's a religion and a way of life, and that is money, power, control. Right. So that has to do with all politics, all business. Money itself, the monetary system. I wrote a book about that, right? How to get out of debt. I'll hold it up on the screen there for you, right? Surviving the 21st century. And in here I explained to you how the whole monetary system is fake. They just make it up and print money. It's no different than if you're playing Monopoly and you got the fake money. You could just say monopoly money is now the currency of the realm. And it would be if everybody agreed to it. Okay. So the so the so the religion, and that's why people say, Oh, we should separate uh, first of all church and state. And secondly, I don't talk about religion or Politics. They're the same. They're just opposite religions. The true satanic religion, because that whole satanic, first of all, there, there was no Satan. There is no devil. That was invented. It was part of it's part of the Eastern philosophical thought that is the the Chinese way with the seven layers of hell or thirteen or however many layers of hell they have. Uh, And and, uh, so because of that, that was integrated into Western society when they were trying to corrupt the churches and they gave you the devil, the scary thing that was chasing you, which is in a sense true. Because when we were veiled, when the veiling happened, right now I'm getting into the esoteric uh, and and the spiritual, the higher spirituality that is above and beyond. It's all the books the Nag Hammadi, all of the books of the the Dead Sea Scrolls that were removed from the Bible, the first and second council of Nicaea uh, by uh, by, uh, Constantine. Uh, And then uh, David did the same. There was many different councils that just pulled out all of these books that either, A, they didn't understand, or B, they didn't want people to know about it because it wasn't part of their religion, which is power, control, money, and and corruption. Okay, so they couldn't have you learning, say, the gospel of the truth, right? The gospel of truth, if you read that, just start with that. Out of all the Dead Sea Scrolls, it's going to blow your freaking mind, okay? so. Uh, so, uh, 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 James uh, James of, of, uh, of Clan Doran is here. I, I haven't had you in the audience, I don't think, uh, but maybe once or twice, right? So, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, so, like I said, share this out, share this out. So, so when people say, I don't talk about religion or politics, it's just, you have to understand that you're saying, I don't talk about religion in the good sense, and I don't talk about religion in the bad sense, okay? Politics is a religion. The newscasters are the, the sportscasters of politics, okay? No different than if you turn on a basketball game and you got basketball players talking about a basketball game or the same with football, whatever, right? You have ex-players that are there and then really good announcers who went to school for that. Same thing when you watch the, the news, the media is owned by people who their lives are politics, power, and greed. Right. Think about that. So all of that is a religion. You need to understand that. So there's two kinds of people, those in service to self and those in service to others, people in service to self. I don't care who you are. Some of you are hiding. Uh, You might be listening to me right now and get mad. Your ego will get bruised by what I'm saying. If your ego gets bruised by what I'm saying, I am not pointing my finger at you, but I'm pointing my finger at you. Okay, because I am poking you. Right? Uh, I am triggering anybody who's nefarious because those people I try to trigger, uh, if you listen to my podcasts or my shows, immediately in the beginning, I immediately start poking those people with ego and they all get mad and leave. That's The reason I do that is this, this information is not for them. They've already made their decision. And if they didn't, they're going to stick around, even though they have a problem with their ego being bruised by anything that I say. Okay. And so I do that on purpose. And those of you who know me know that I do that. And that's why I do that. Okay, so the, the energies of everything that's going on right now is part of a larger plan that that 90%, probably more than that, 99% probably. I, I tried to say that there's more people that are awake, not woke. There's a difference between that fake woke crap and people who are actually awake. There's a smaller smidgen number of people who are actually awake and a very large number who people with ego go, I'm woke. I know what's going on. Ba, 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 ba. You listen to me. I'll tell you the truth. And then they, then they say how, how woke they are. And then they pick everybody apart, right? <laughs> that guy there, let me tell you what his problem is. That guy here and this guy over there and that guy over there uh, or that woman over there. Uh, as soon as you start picking people apart, you're not awake. You're still sleeping or you wouldn't be doing that. Me t- talking about what I'm doing now, I'm not singling anyone out, right? So there's no ego involved with what I'm saying here. I'm pointing things out in a in a in a manner of education, not going. You know, there's that guy that goes on the air every Tuesday at blah 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 time, and that guy's fake as hell. And I'll tell you why. I caught him. Come on. If you're concerned with it that much, that's just like in the Ten Commandments. When people, when I tell people the Ten Commandments are nefarious and they weren't written by God, they get all you know. And I'm not those of you who don't know who I am, I am an ordained Christian minister. I was also knighted by the Holy Roman Catholic seat. So I have a a sur title. I'm a minister in that religion. I can't be a priest because you have to go to their seminary and give up sex. Unless, of course, you have sex with little boys and little girls when nobody's looking and then you just get moved around from place to place so that people don't notice it. Uh, you know, I, I, I digress. Right, <laughs> Allison, welcome. <laughs> Hello. Uh, like I said earlier, share this out, share this out, share this out. So, so, the, so, the, so I am a Christian minister, so I'm not just an atheist or something that's taking shots at religion, okay, in any way. Rachel. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I'm not taking shots at religion, okay? I'm kind of because they tried to corrupt it. Nefariousness got involved. So when I say the Ten Commandments were nefarious, people get really upset. But see, you have to realize that every commandment in there, not everyone, but one specifically, right? First of all, the the laws were already set down. Uh, Well, at that time, I guess they weren't, and that was when he got the Talmud, right? So I get that, but... What here's the question that I ask all the time. If the God who wrote that, the Ten Commandments, in to, gave that to Moses for him to chisel uh, on the stones to take back down or whatever, if he scrolled it on papyrus, they always have him walking down with big old rocks. I don't know why he would be carrying, you know, 250 pound rocks when he could have just scribed it on. I'm sure they had parchment back then. Right. I think they kind of embellished that to make it seem more grandiose because he shaped them like, a, you know, like a, a tombstone uh, and he carried them back down the mountain. I'm just like, why would he do that? Oh, because God wrote them. He didn't. Oh, oh all right. So, OK, so God didn't give him a wheelbarrow. I'm just saying there's a few problems with that. Uh, no wonder it took him over a month to get back down. He had to pick up these fucking stones that probably weighed 400 pounds and fucking carry them all the way back down that mountain to get to people. Then he threw them down and broke them. So how did they know that what he said was true? I don't know. I'm just saying, right? But the one in in, in particular is, thou shalt not worship any other uh, false gods or idols over me. That's ego. If this God is the creator of the entire universe and created us, everything, and has ego, we're in trouble. We're doomed. Okay. Because here we are at the baby soul place, the third chakra place, third place from the bottom, first place where you're sentient and conscious of being sentient, okay? And we have ego because it's part of the veiling. Now, I understand that everything is a part of the creation, so there must be a part of the object mind, Objective, not subjective, objective mind of the creator that must have some part of ego in it. But I don't think that it's anywhere near the surface at that level, which takes us millions and maybe billions of our years, which our our years only work here in the third density, third dimension, by the way, when you get outside of this past, present and future. Happens all at once, so there is no time. Time is just the distance it takes to go from one place to another. If you physically have to move from one place to another, otherwise time doesn't exist, and, and that's a weirding thing that people. It's like quantum weirdness. Time, they should call it, you know, uh, you know, it's not even spatial weirdness. It should be uh, temporal weirdness. Is uh, what that what that is? Thou shalt not sin. That's another one, right? Good one, Denise. Good one. We we have sin. God forgave us for all of our sins. So why? If that's the case, why did God have to say, "Thou shalt not sin"? Right, and most of the Ten Commandments are some sort of sin—gluttony, right, uh, uh, bearing false witness—they're all sins, but but they're all but they're all egoic. So the whole purpose of it—and this is the tell a little truth with many lies—that nefariousness does. Just like if you watched uh, Joe Biden speak on, on the air, and again, don't get me wrong, for those of you who are going to get triggered because you're a progressive, uh, uh, you know, liberal, I am neither a progressive liberal nor am I a conservative Republican. I am no political uh, persuasion. I am listed as no party affiliation because you can't list yourself as an anarchist because that kind of defeats the purpose. Anarchy is, in fact, the idea of no government whatsoever, so it can't be a political party. (laughs) right? You can't do that. So I put down so that I can still vote. I don't partake of any party because all of your parties are bullshit and they're put together and run by evil people for nefarious reasons perfect example right perfect example if both if if the the republicans really didn't want to have so many illegals crossing the border why are they not actually doing anything to fix it why is that okay another thing that you need to think about is if the republicans keep claiming that we could be out of this crisis of money why are they not trying to do things that are going to change the policies? I know that the Democrats are in charge and have the House and the Senate and all that crap. But you don't hear them doing anything besides talking, uh, talking points on television, which is crap. It's talking points, lip service. I can, say, I can say all day long, blah, 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 hate this, hate that, hate If you don't have a solution... Right. But they don't want a solution because they want to let the Democrats look bad. It's the same thing with when did the Republicans know about this shortage that was going to happen for the baby formula? And why didn't they come out and start screaming about it, too? Because they wanted to let it go bad so they could use it to gain power. Do you understand? Okay, that that's called the the Hegelian dialectic. Do You understand what that is? So, yeah, Tony, thank you. I'm going to get into some, I'm going to get away from politics and into the the energies, but we have to go through the nefarious religion because all all of the energies are happening now because of nefariousness. So for those of you who came here thinking we're only going to talk about spirituality, I apologize. For those channels who don't like me talking about politics, obviously I won't be posting this on your channel because you guys get all upset because I, I talked about a religion that you guys don't think is, in fact, a religion of evil people what it is if you're being objective you realize that politicians split everything up if you're going to take this i'm going to take the opposite view and then i'm going to take this and you have to take the opposite view they never actually fucking do anything to solve anything why because they need the crises to be there to keep their power if they fixed everything there'd be no reason for government because it would all be fixed and we would tell them all oh, go home until uh, until something arose Right. Until a problem arose, then we'd say, hey, call them up, get them back over on Capitol Hill and have them go to work. But until then, they shouldn't. Right. Why is it that we have all this propaganda going on and neither side will stop any of the propaganda? Why is it that we have big tech censoring everything and we have one side complaining about it, but they're not really doing anything about it? Okay, because they don't want to because they're all making money off of all of these people. If we really want to change something, we need to change how much money millionaires can donate to any one party, not just to any one race, because what they do is they already spread it out and then brag about it. You know, you had uh, Bloomberg when he was trying to little teeny Bloomberg, four foot one Bloomberg, when he was trying to run for president. Last time he was bragging about how he spent 50 million on on uh, trying to get uh, Democrats elected to take control. And he spent another 50 million to donating it to Hillary Clinton to win the uh, the uh, national or to win the election, which didn't happen in 2016. And he bragged about that. So these people who have all kinds of money are throwing money, buying politicians buying and and that all needs to go away so if you really want to change something we'll talk about that i'm going to do a show about that talking about civics and all of that so we'll go away from that for now however you need to understand that everything that's happening now is because of what's going on the 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 dichotomy between good and evil which there is no war you need to understand that you need to understand that because we don't stand under anyone there i go again with the programming eventually i'll get that word out of my head Right. So you need to you need to understand. You need to get the fact that it's never going to end ever. There is no war that's going to end. There's no war. Okay, All of this stuff that's going on, this yin yang, this dance that's going on was created by the creator. The veiling was put there so that when we were born, we pretend that we don't know who we are. When we're first, uh, 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 I think, therefore I am, and in this place, in this third density, you become a human. If we happen to be, you know, on the other side of the universe, you might be a draco, you might be a gray, you might be something else, an octopus, who knows? A piece of clay, a a carrot, whatever it is the sentient in that place. Here it happens to be in 22% to 24% of all of the universe is humanoid like us, difference Colors, things like that. Some are blue. Some are, that's why we have blue aliens that were here. Some are orange. Some are yellow. Some are red. Some are brown. Some are black. And like, really, like Leo, you know, I'm considered, you know, polka dotted because I have freckles, but everybody would consider me white, quote unquote, uh, or pink, quote unquote, but literally orange, you know, this color green, like a neon green. Some people's racist. So, so here is where you're just a baby soul and you're and you're veiled. So you don't know anything. Why do I know all this stuff? Because I didn't come from this is not my first time here. OK, so I'm not. Well, first of all, you wake up anyways. At some point, if you've lived enough lifetimes, then you, uh, then you live to the point where you are awake enough to where you can graduate. But the problem is that the matrix that was put in place by the creator is now overveiled by uh, you know by holograms put in place by nefariousness and they didn't have they don't have machines that do this okay you guys need to understand this what they do is they convince you me and everybody else to create something they created the devil and then they tell you you're going to hell they created hell you're going to hell if you don't do this you're going to hell if you don't do that so we're all sending each other to hell we who are in service to others are part of. We're all part of creation, but those of us who are in service to others still can create with love from our heart. Nefariousness moves away from the light, away from the Creator, and they're very selfish. So their heart chakra, uh, you know, diminishes. That's why the whole story about the Grinch who stole Christmas and it was his heart shrank because his heart chakra was out of balance because he was about himself, egoic, and all of that. That whole storyline, the whole entire uh, story, is to teach you. That love and understanding and forgiveness is the way. You had all the little who's and what they didn't care. When he stole everything, they just came outside and they all sang anyways and they were just happy because they were alive and they were free and they were and they were all together and that motivated and moved him so much and touched him that his heart grew two sizes too large from being three sizes too small and then he ran down the hill on his sleigh slayed you know fl- flying down the hill and brought everything back to the people but they forgave him they didn't put him in jail and arrest him and beat him they just forgave him and then invited him in to eat and they all had a happily they lived happily ever after That was the entire dichotomy there in a nutshell was trying to show you the dance that is this entire place. And it subconsciously gets into your head through osmosis, whether you understand that or not or understand that or not. Okay. So it's never going to end. You will never defeat evil because you're not supposed to. The evil that you're supposed to defeat is the evil within yourself only. Do you get that? Do you see what I'm saying? We are supposed to do the shadow work and make a choice in this place whether I'm going to be a good soul or an evil soul. And then act upon that. So if I'm going to be evil, then I do evil, nefarious shit to people. I rape, I pillage, I dominate men or women or whatever it is, sexually, uh, physically, mentally. And then I want power and I want control and I want all of the stuff. I join into the whole religion that is business or, or politics or news that broadcasts that something that is all about self and that's the way I live my life, or I become a mass murderer or a dictator or something like that. Do you understand? Do you understand? There I go again with my programming. Do you understand? We don't stand under anyone. Okay. So yes, Tony says endless repeating of the cycles of lessons on different energy centers on the journey of ascension. Not sure how uh, how to spell. <laughs> you you spelled it okay? You spelled it right. Ascension is right. Uh, not sure how you spell it, but it's the, like the a uh, symbolic uh, orborus. Yes, it is. In fact, the orborus it is exactly the orborus because the orborus is uh, at first, it's facing, and then it, you know, then it's on its own tail and it's eating itself. And if you look at the other way where the two snakes come and then one snake eats the other snake and devours it, that is exactly the story. That is exactly what's happening. Very astute of you, Tony, because it's not just like the symbolic orberus. The orberus is, in fact, telling you the yin and the end the story of the dance and you are eating yourself because you consume yourself. your job in your life is the understanding of the cycle that is you to bring yourself back to the beginning and then you what you consume the evil that's in you by doing what the shadow work right making the choice I'm a good person or I'm a bad person and then you devour the ego. That is in you or you inflate the ego and devour the conscience because that's the angel on your right shoulder and the egos on your left shoulder. Ego is the devil on the left shoulder and your conscience, not your consciousness, your conscience, which no one even uh, uh, talks about and leaves out of the equation. They just talk about ego, ego, ego. we got to beat ego. we got to defeat ego. All you have to do, which which wolf do you feed? The Native Americans talked about that. It's been in movies. People talk about it all the time. Well, what's the other wolf then? if one is ego? What's the other wolf? conscience that's the part of you that says don't do that, that's not right, that's wrong. don't steal, don't rape, don't pillage all those things that were taught in the Bible, all the different Bibles that are con- that are you know that are uh, that are uh, common sense but then it's only common if everyone has it so it's not actually that common. okay so so the, the conscience is the little uh, little angel on your right shoulder that whispers in your ear, don't do that you wouldn't want somebody to do that to you. That's wrong. Don't do that. And which wolf do you feed? Do you feed the wolf on your right shoulder or the one on your left? And then, what, then when you choose, then you devour the other part of you. Do, you. do you see? So if you choose to be evil, you devour and you diminish the conscience and don't listen to it anymore. The other way is uh, obviously the other way around. If you listen to your conscience, you become someone conscious, and you become someone that is in service to others. Then you devour the ego. Eventually, you no longer need the ego because you're not you're not being egoic in any way, and it diminishes as you grow and ascend. So it's perfect, Tony, what you said there. It's the endless repeating of the cycle, and the arborist is showing you the endless cycle that you go on, right? And then you're in, what is it you're devouring? Yourself, the the trails, the entrails of what you were, not what you currently are, right? And that's what's happening here. That's the energies that we're dealing with that are going on right now. Uh, There are many, many billions of us Three or four, maybe more, if you look at the the population of the entire planet back in 1981 to 1984, we had 2.7 billion people on the planet. Today, we almost have 8 billion people. The ranks have swelled. Oh, well, that's just all the souls coming out of the well. And there's some truth to that story because everybody has risen to be here for the last day. So if you're Christian and you hear that story, that story was a was another parable that explains to you when you have this big population explosion on the planet, it's because people are coming here to witness what is now happening? And what is occurring is that Bakhtun 12, according to the Mayan calendar, ended and we're beginning Bakhtun 13. We were in that time period in between the, the ending and the beginning because they're so close, literally like we have December 31st midnight. If you're leading up to December 31st, you're on the 31st for the last 12 hours it's waning like the moon wanes from being full to to being a, a new moon right so as it's waning before you start and then when you start it's now waxing into the new era so that one whole 24 hour time period as it's waning and waxing you still have the yin and the yang that is the yin and the yang you still have part of both involved in your in your psyche and your life and then eventually you get into the place where and my microphone's now starting to fall down because i keep bumping it (laughs) it's falling down but eventually when you get into the first day the second day the third day the fourth day of the new year then the old year is no longer affecting you right as you get uh, into the first day 12 hours in it's no longer there's nothing of the old day that's there anymore it's gone the sun has risen and to the dawning of a new day so in that time period of twilight between darkness and and light is the dawn And in there is the darkest, they always say that it's darkest just before the dawn. Then the sun starts to crack, but it's still dark and the darkness hasn't gone away. We have been in that place from the darkest hour until the dawn is cracking and that's what's happening now with the energies that we have I know I lost a bunch of people when I was talking about politics uh, that were live we were 10 10 people to, to 15 people per second per second live and now we're down to six because a lot of people left because they went oh my god he's talking about politics and I'm out of here man because they're not in a place where they understand what I was talking about and they left because they don't get it and even be giving them the tools, still tick them off and they, and they bailed already. That's how I, what I do is by the time the show's over, if I talk for an hour or two hours, and the, the three to five to seven, however many people that I still have left, and they've been here most of the time, those are the people who actually get what's going on. Most of you don't need me. And I'm, what I'm saying, you're like, yes, yes, yes. But see, we all need to have that veneration. This is why I do this. Because when we're by ourselves, they make us believe we're alone, and they have done that forever. Before the internet, we all thought we were alone. I'm I'm 54. I'm going to be 55 in September, and I remember what 25, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, when I was sitting around going, "God, why am I the only one who gets this? There's no one else." And then I met one buddy who's still a buddy of mine. We've been friends for 35 years or something now. And we were sitting around going, why are we the only two who understand what's going on? I understand what's going on. There I go again with the programming. And no one else gets this. Why? And then slowly over time, I started meeting more and more people that were like-minded, you know, kindred souls, quote-unquote. And then you start real, But then the, when the internet hit in the 90s, there was this explosion because people were out there and they were hungry. And we're still doing that. People are still meeting those of us who understand what's going on, understand what's going on. See, it comes it rolls off your tongue because you're so used to saying it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Tony says, I love the, the Native American saying about the wolves. Yeah, absolutely. Right. If you guys don't know what that is, look that up. Uh, literally, just you can Google that. Two wolves. Which one do you feed? Uh, Native American uh, reference, uh, Native American spirituality. You'll get that. I was taught that by shamans when I was a kid. I was brought up uh, very, uh, you know, Celtic, very Druid, uh, very, you know, very uh, pagan, as well as very Catholic. Right. Because the, that religion was still there when when the when the Christians, the Catholics came and, and conquered, like, you know, drove the snakes out of Ireland, which there's no snakes in Ireland. It's too cold there. So the snakes aren't indigenous. They were driving out the serpent. They were driving out what they called the devil, which was the religion that wasn't theirs. Uh, but that religion just went underground and stayed underground, and and popped up, you know, recently in the last, uh, you know, uh, uh, thirty years or so, and started becoming. And here in the America, we have that right to have whatever religion that we, belief that we want. But over in England, it's still illegal. I found that out because of my website, which I still don't have back up, uh, which is called Celto's uh, Cauldron, where I sell everything from every spiritual uh, uh spirituality uh, known to the human race i sell all the stuff there you can buy whatever it is that you want although it's it's down right now because i was still fighting with freaking uh google and and the company that i that put my that i paid to put the website up because they had the authenticator and uh and the, you know how we, if your url is protected I paid them to have the the marker that said I was protected. Google said the marker wasn't there. So I got a new marker and had them implant it and Google still said that it wasn't there. So Google was telling everyone that my website would be stealing your information to, it could be nefarious and not to buy anything from me. So nobody was buying anything from me. So I, I'm fighting with the two of those guys for the last four years now. And I finally just said, fuck it and took it down. Um, but uh, but the you know the whole ideology of of all of the the, the stuff that's going on right uh, the 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 Celtic religion that I was brought up and the Druidic religion that I was brought up with that was underground is very and anyone who knows anything about Ireland and Scotland and Wales and their spirituality prior to Christianity it's very uh, shamanistic very very it, it almost mirrors 100% native. Uh, America. And that goes to show since they've found DNA and realized that the natives, the first natives, the real natives, not the second wave, but the first wave are actually Europeans. Okay, so they brought their religion here to the United States, and the, the only the only cultural difference was that they didn't have as many sheep as they had back home, so they weren't making kilts out of out of uh, you know out of uh, 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 you know cotton or, or out of sheep's uh, skin wool. Uh, so over here they were making it out of leather because they had everything else, including buffalo and all the all the animals that they could use the leather. But the ideology was was pretty much the same. And then the second wave that came over, that was the what they call Caucasian now. When someone says, are you Caucasian? I'm like, no, I don't have any Asian DNA in me at all. So why would I be considered Caucasian? Caucasian means uh, the blending of European DNA with Asian DNA as they came across the, the uh, land bridge to the United States. I'm not Caucasian. I do not have any uh, 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 Asian DNA, nor do I have any African DNA so that whole out of Africa theory is is blown because there's a large population of people on this planet who don't have any African DNA in their in their blood how did that happen that means that we did that all of life did not originate in Africa otherwise I would have African DNA and so would 90 uh, percent of uh, all other white races in fact it's not that case it's it's a lot less right and and uh, Africans don't have any of the typo negative except for the ones that have blended in. if you if you go look at the old ancient africa they don't have that okay so they also have found out in the last few years that the norwegian the viking people conquered the entire known world prior to the conquering of the greeks and the romans okay so further back hundreds of thousands of years ago All of the people that are here now in all of their societies are descendants of Norwegian speaking white people. That's why the that's why the hobbits, you know, the Denisazans from Australia look European, although they're black, dark black, uh, almost as black as as Africans. But they don't look like Africans. They don't have any DNA in common either. But yet the the, uh, Europeans have DNA in common with uh, with the uh, Australians. Okay, so. Yeah, that's what, yeah, Casey, that's what Caucasian actually means. You can Google that and look that up. It means people who have European and Asian DNA mixed as the Europeans moved into Asia and then migrated through with the Asians into across the the land bridge to Alaska and eventually down into the United States and populated and became what they call the Native Americans or the native people to the North American South American uh, uh, landscape. The, the, there was a group of people who did come over. That was the second wave. Prior to that, they found here on the West Coast, they found a woman who dates back prior to that, and she's 100% European. And then they found that all of the people that were living here at the time were the same. So they came over here and never bred with the Asians as they made it to the United States. So they're not even sure they came across the land bridge. They know they got here, but they bypassed the Asians or just didn't breed with them, okay? So we're not quite sure. Peter, welcome Peter Coyle. He could tell you about, about that as well. Peter, uh, he and I talk for hours. We haven't lately, but we, we have in the last five years that we've been hanging out and talking, right? Uh, and prior to that, because he and I are both in the coalition that came here together, I apologize. I didn't sleep a wink last night. Uh, Peter, you never sleep, so I'm sure you were up all night too. Uh, that guy, he doesn't, I don't know when he sleeps. He, he sleeps like an hour a day or something. Um, but I only slept three hours because of this energy. I woke up going, what the fuck? Is and then I talked to Peter from South Africa, not Peter Coyle, but Peter G. Uh, Peter GV uh, from South Africa. And he's the one that said, bro, we have the galactic alignment and Mercury and retrograde again, along with the new moon. I'm like, "God, oh, explains why I couldn't sleep last night. Now, I usually do that during the full moon. I did it now when there is no moon. It's just now starting to wax. Right. So. Uh, so if you look at my eyes, I'm, I'm kind of bloodshot. Right. Look at my eyes. I'm kind of bloodshot. I, it's three hours I'm running on. OK, so the energies that we're dealing with right now are leading up to something. And I, I'm glad that Peter's here because he can back me on this. Some of you are, are here. You've heard me talk about this before that are in the audience and I'm aware of. So all of this is part of the grand plan. You guys need to realize that you need to understand that. When you are making it a choice, and that's what we all have to do here: is make a choice. We're supposed to, by natural causes, this matrix is designed to be the, you know, the the playpen uh, for the, for the children, whatever you call that bassinet, whatever you want to call it, where you take the baby and you put them in it. And so they don't fall out in the, you know, it's really tall, taller than they are if they stand up, but it's all see-through with mesh. Uh, and the child eventually learns how to stand up and get strength in their legs and their arms. And they start climbing and eventually they climb out. I talk about this all the time. Then they fall over the edge, hit the ground, start crying. Parents come pick them up. What do they do? Shush, 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 all, and they put them right back in the fucking thing. That's normal, and that's part of our uh, ascension. So that's the beginning of the journey of I, am, I'm, I, I think, therefore, I am. I am something. I am someone. You're, you're, you're cognizant. You're aware. You're sentient. You know that you are, right? And that's when you get veiled. So when the kids come through, they're not veiled yet, when babies come through, and you can tell that because they all have that same look on their face, right? They're just a the witness, and that's what we're trying to achieve, and that's why when you look at them, you go, oh, oh. Wow, look at them. Because you subconsciously know we're trying to get back to that state. Right? So when a the baby's there and they can focus now and they're looking around, what are they doing? Big smile. Drooling. Not aware of that yet. Looking at everything. They're the witnesser. They're witnessing. They're not thinking yet. Okay? Okay they they're not they're not making the the thoughts and making up stories in their minds yet their brain is starting to develop and they're starting to do that but when their mom and dad goes look fire truck look daddy look mommy then the conceptual reality starts to seep into them to you and then the concepts start uh, kicking in the ego hasn't kicked in yet that happens at, at like one or two the terrible twos that's when the ego starts to kick in but before that the conceptual reality starts to take over because you're now you're engrossed in it and people are pointing out the conceptual reality to you and giving names to things so you say dada 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 mama mama dada baba baba so you're starting to learn those words on a simple level and as you start attaching a title to something, you're getting in. You're getting indoctrinated into the conceptual reality that is this matrix, and that locks you in to the to the prison that was created by the universe, by the universal mind, by the creator of the universe to train baby souls. It's your rite of passage into adolescence it's called the playpen. Thank you, Peter. I, I because I, you know you know that I've had that issue and I keep saying I keep calling it uh, as you know something different and I always forget and then you remind me when you're on. Playpen. So they put you in the playpen, right? It's supposed to be where you're supposed to play, but it's supposed to be there so that you can play and they can ignore you and go watch TV, have sex, eat dinner, whatever it is, and then they just listen for you to cry. If you poop yourself or if you're hungry or if you got gas or if you fall out of the thing, you cry until you learn not to cry when you fall out of it. So they don't put you back in it. And that's when you're there flopping around like a turtle, trying to scooch around and your legs are, and your arms are moving, you know, around, but then you're not and then eventually you start learning coordination again. You start learning and evolving, and then you start learning how to crawl. And then they got to put you in that stand-up thing, the bouncy thing, so that you're strengthening your legs. But that one also keeps you from hurting yourself because it keeps everything in a distance from you. It's got a crash roll cage around you so that you can run and hit shit and you won't fall over and hurt yourself, but some kids do anyway. And then you pick them back up and they cry and you pick them up and you go, oh, oh, oh and then you put them back in the playpen again. <laughs> and then they get pissed off when they're bang. Because now they don't want to be in that. They're trying to be out in the world exploring. Right? That's part of our evolution. That's part of. That's what you're doing as a soul here. Do you do you see that? We think about this. We live on the third planet, from a yellow ray sun called Sol. Okay, yellow ray star, on the yellow ray position. Of the yellow chakra, which is the third chakra from the base, which is the I do place. It's the place of knowledge, not not quite yet, but it's the place of starting to crack knowledge and crack love. It's the place where what? You're learning all of the things that you're going to be centering on and focusing on individually in the steps above this. What do you do for a living? Do you take this man? Do you take this woman? What are you going to do? Why are? What are you doing? What are you up to? I have things to do. I got to go. I have places to go. I have things to do. I have to do this. I have chores to do. I have to drive. I, it's the place of doing. So this is the place of doing and, and us doing things in this matrix is how we learn things, putting them in our mouth, smelling them, tasting them as babies, of course. And then as you get older, you. I still smell everything. <laughs> I pick something up I smell it first thing. I still do that, right? A lot of us do that. There's some of us that pick things up and, and feel it. Some of us pick things up and no one looks and they go, uh-uh, and they lick it to see what it tastes like. I do all of that, right? I'm that guy that if you have a button that says, don't press this button, I go, what happens if I do? And just to see what happens. I'm that guy. I change the channel. I go into a store. I don't like the channels they have on the TVs. I pick up a remote and start changing the channels and find something else to watch. Why are you doing that, sir? You left the channel changer here. I figured you, man, we can watch whatever we want. Well, we have that all tuned to one station, sir, because we have the sound on, and that way everybody can hear it, and you're trying to sell the televisions, right? I want to know if the fucking remote works, man. Get out of here. You got cable? There's a baseball game on right now that I'm missing because my wife has me shopping. I'm going to turn that on. All the men are going to come over. You guys, you're watching the game. You're watching the game. Next thing you know, 30 men. Women will be like, hey, screw them. We know where they're at. I've had that happen. I've done it. My wife will come get me later. Are you ready to go yet? No, are you? Oh, okay. i am got to go, guys. She's ready. <laughs> we know who's in charge. If you're not stupid, you know who's in charge. Okay, so all of the energy that we have going on is all encompassed about this dance, okay, that it, that it is this, this place and what's going on here. So it's not going to change. You need to realize this and rise above it. And When you do, you can look back on it. And that's what I do with my 30-second meditation that I've taught you. And if you guys haven't done that, uh, we won't do it today because I'm trying to just run through everything. Uh, But uh, but you can go back in my archives or we'll talk about it. I can tell you how to do it really quickly. Uh, But if you do it yourself, you have to set a timer. Otherwise, you might lose count right so we're trying to achieve when people are meditating they're trying to achieve this is in short right the 32nd meditation i get you to this place we're trying to achieve the place when you meditate to where you rise your vibration raise your vibration to where your understanding your inner standing uh, and the realization of what's going on is above the thinking mind the pain body and above the ego's reach do you see And uh you and and you can do that, and I and I tell people all the time in a 30 second, 30 second uh meditation to do that, to achieve that, if you do it properly, you've achieved even if it's for one second and you realize that you've done it. This is what we're trying to achieve. If you can get to that place, and I tell people when they say, How do I know that if I'm waking up or if I'm getting close to waking up? One of the signs is when you listen to your own thoughts. Okay, if you pay attention to your own thoughts. Whatever language you speak in your mind, because if you speak Spanish, it's going to be Spanish words. If you speak uh, you know, English, it's going to be English words. You just don't realize that until you formulate them in your head, and then you realize they correlate with the words that you will say out loud. Same thing if you're going to speak another language. You People who speak multiple languages, you understand that. You'll think up the concept in your native language, and then you'll you'll translate it and then say the words out loud. So so what happens is when you know that you're starting to wake up or you are awake, you can perceive that which happens a nanosecond before that. A nanosecond before your brain thinks everything. If you pay attention really hard and you're getting close to being awake, if you're not, it'll be harder for you to achieve this realization. The closer you are to waking up, the easier it is for you to so that's why I do the 30 second uh, meditation because it helps you achieve that, even if it's only for a second. I've had people say, I, I did it for one second and started thinking again. When you achieve that place, you're no longer, your brain is not thinking and your ego is not being bruised in any way or talking to you. Why can't I have? Why isn't this? How come I'm that? Everybody loves me, right? All of that goes away because you're achieving enlightenment in a raising your your consciousness, To the realization of the witness-er, the witness E, just like that baby looking at you with the eyes all glazed up and all excited to be alive with that look. Because they're the witness-er, they're witnessing everything and they see the wonder and the beauty of all of this because it's not broke down to concepts yet. And then when we break things down into concepts, we break them down into good and evil. Because that only happens to us. There's no evil tree. There's no, there's no, except for the soul that's in it, choosing to be good or bad. But a tree doesn't, like in the movies where you see a tree comes, ah, it's nefarious and attacks a human. That doesn't happen. Okay. And if a wolf attacks you, it's because it's hungry or it's afraid or you're getting near its, its its children. Right. Or it's food. Same thing with a bear. Okay. So they're, they're instinctive and they're protective of their territory, of their food or whatever, or you're their food. And they're preying on you, right? Welcome, Virginia. I, I didn't see you there. And I just realized when I looked down, because the, the chat moved that you had already said something, right? Yeah, love meditating while I'm uh, mowing the lawn. Yes, right? Anything that you can do. I didn't read everything that she said, right? Working in the garden, uh, vacuuming, doing dishes, uh, right? And it's the simple thing some people love folding clothes, it's their zen. There's a there's something in your life that is a zen for you that you like doing. Some people love working on cars. I read a, a a a book. It was a great book. It was called Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. And this guy who wrote this book, his zen was motor was driving a motorcycle and working on a motorcycle and tuning up the motorcycle. Everything about that was his was his zen. It was the place where he could go to where he could tune out the entire world, and so it was a meditation for him. You all have it because we do it without knowing it and i talk about that with the meditation the 30 second meditation if you go to like the grand canyon or you walk outside and there's a beautiful sunset or you're on the beach and you look out and the sun's going down or the sun's coming up and you just stop in awe and you go wow and everybody's quiet and you're just staring you're not thinking you're just and if you are you're like this is beautiful and you're not thinking the ego isn't talking to your brain. Your brain isn't talking to you. You're taking in the experience as the experiencer, as the experiencer, as the witnesser. That is your soul. That is who you really are. Outside of this construct, that is the pain body, the thinking mind, and the egoic mind, and the and the uh, the conscience. So your consciousness is not your thoughts. It's not your brain. I can't turn my brain off. I have a hard time going to sleep. That's because you're allowing your ego to rule your brain and your brain is thinking and you're just letting it run on its own. You're not, it doesn't know what to do. You're not giving it any input. You're not saying, shh, shh, shh. And, Oh, I tried that, but it just doesn't work. Well, they, Because you're allowing it to. Right. But then again, I was brought up with the shamanistic ideology of dreams. Right. Uh, The whole theory of you're in control of your mind, you're in control of your dreams. So if you're in your dream and something's happening and something's attacking you, take control of that and bring something into your dream that will help you defeat whatever that is. Be in control. Realize you're in a dream. Once you do that, the dream ends. When you become conscious in your dream, oh, this is just a dream. Your dream is your ego now is going to try and scare you into believing that this is reality. Why? Because the subconscious is attached to the ego just as much as your consciousness is attached to the ego. But when your consciousness has the conscience to counterbalance the ego in the dream state, you don't have that unless you implement it because you're on autopilot. Your brain is working by, uh, by input and your and your and your mind is trying to work out a problem, but your ego is taking control. In time, you have a nightmare. It's either the the ego taking control to scare you, nefariousness trying to scare you, or it's a manifestation of uh, what's going on in your life manifesting in some way. To be uh, cognizant, aware, cognizantly aware of that is to take control of that dream and understand, understand, figure out what's happening here and why. What does all this mean? Because it's all stuff that my subconscious is showing me my conscious because my conscious will understand it, will understand it. So a lot of times it's your subconscious talking to your subconscious and then you're remembering it uh, that's going on. So it's bleeding into your conscious. Why? It's feeding you with the images that you're supposed to be able to deduce from to figure out a problem. And a lot of times it's a problem figuring itself out in your super conscious and your subconscious, and you're not even consciously aware of it. And when you wake up, you know, it doesn't make any sense to you. Two, three days, a month later, six months later, all of a sudden it means something to you and you figure it out, but you don't realize it was from a dream that you had, unless you're cognitively aware of your dreams. Okay. So, All of the energy that's happening here is by design, all of this dichotomy between good and evil are just two facets of the same religion. They're two facets of the human condition, the human soul that is to choose, which is why we are here in this place. One of the reasons, not the only reason. Why were we created? That goes back to the conversation that I had with the rabbi. What were we created for? We were created... To make this house a home. And through nefariousness, we went further away from making it a home and we were making it just plain muck and evil and rot. Okay. And that that's that was in the Bible where it says the devil was unleashed on the earth for a time. That time was over when Block 2 and 12 ended in 2012. This is now the age of Aquarius starting. So the, the age of nefariousness is over. However, a lot of people, everyone on the planet, hasn't fully made a decision as to what they're going to do yet. That's why in the last 75,000 years, only 38 people graduated from this earth. And out of those 38, only one left. And that was uh, that was Abraham Lincoln and not when he was assassinated. It was far before that, years before that, when he wasn't even in politics yet. And uh, there was a walk-in that came, and that whole story, you should read the Law of One, you'll get that. So he couldn't do it. His soul was tired. He'd been here for you know 200,000 years, and he knew he was supposed to do what Lincoln did. Uh, he just couldn't do it. He didn't have the strength. And so someone, a wanderer, volunteered to become a walk-in and come over. What's the difference now, guys, between a walk-in and a wanderer? Big difference wanderers came here legally jesus said that in the bible so if you're christian you 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 catch the reference wanderers don't come in legally okay wanderers come in through possession but i mean i'm sorry walk-ins come through possession wanderers come in legally let me explain the difference if you come in legally that means as a wanderer You've already been here. You're not here for the first time, so you're not just going through this for the first time. You've already graduated long ago, and now you're trying to come back to this place to help. You volunteer to come in legally, and you descend into... Being capable of coming into, and then you work with your guides in the universe and you make up your parents and who you're going to be born to, and your life and your name, and the very second day, year, second you're going to be born. All of that plays into what your character is, who you are, and when and where you're going to wake up and remember your mission. And then you come through and you're born, just like everyone else. That's legally coming through in here nefariousness only does that on a one in a trillion uh, uh, times of being capable of doing it. Because for them, they lose all the power and everything that they gained by being evil and nefarious. They got to start over. For those of us who are in service to others, it is the most self-serving thing that you could do is to sacrifice everything that you've, every gain that you've made for however many hundreds of thousands or trillions or billions of years that you have been already graduated from this place and you descend, but you don't descend. Your soul doesn't regress to the point of you not having any of that experience. You descend here, and this is one of the reasons why every single wanderer has nothing and walk-ins. If you look at Abraham Lincoln, from the time he became president until the time when he just about before, just before he was assassinated, it looks like that man is dying. Every photograph of him, he is getting weaker and weaker and weaker. Why? Because he is. Because he's his vibration is is from a higher plane, and he's occupying a body that does not support that vibration. The same thing is happening with me right now. And more than likely, every single one of you who are listening to my voice, those of you watching me on the MP4 file, and those of you listening to me on the MP3 file. If you're still here now, an hour into this show, you're a wanderer. Or you're someone who is either awake or about to wake up, even if you've been here for the first time. You're in a place of being able to graduate. Otherwise, you would have already tuned me out and said I was crazy and turned me off. That's, that's how I know. Anybody who's still here, at the hour mark and going beyond that, you guys are staying for a reason. Because what I'm saying is resonating with you. So it's either resonating with you because you're like, oh, my God, I never thought of that. Which means you're about to wake up. Or you're like, I thought that. I knew it. I fucking knew it. But no one ever said it like he just did, man. Right? Or you're going, yeah, man, yeah, because I'm preaching to the choir. So. A walk-in is somebody who makes a deal because on the possession side of the evil side, that's also very rare because they still can't keep all of their power. So they don't like to do it. So on the good side, the people who are in service to others, they will only come in if approved by the council from Venus, first of all. Secondly, if the once the council approves it, you have to ask the soul that is occupying the body if they agree to that. Everything we have freedom of choice. Free will, freedom of choice, that whole possession thing where the devil's going to possess you, that's a crock of crap. It doesn't happen unless you want it to. Okay. So if you're accepting and looking for evil to possess you, you can get that to happen because you're asking for it. You have to ask for it and give over to them to have that happen. So anybody who has a, you know, who's possessed by something evil, they chose it. The devil can't just come in and take control of you. That's a lie that the devil's trying to tell to get you to believe it. If enough people believe it to be so, it becomes so. Because we create this matrix. So if enough, that's why they lie about things so often and try to tell you that something right now, they're trying to tell everybody there's race war going on in the world. that Black people and white people hate each other and they are trying to kill each other everywhere. That's a lie. Look around. The only time that's being played out is on the news. That's it right? Don't you find it odd? Here's another political question for those of you, I'll just go down that road of that religion. Don't you find it odd that the only thing that people kill people in mass murders with, but they don't, you know, they call mass killings, mass murders, anybody that kills more than four people, yet When it's black on black violence, it's not a mass murder. They don't talk about that. It's only when a white guy kills other people like other white people or if a white guy kills black people or any other race. If black people kill black people, they ignore that fucking shit. That happens. 78 people were fucking shot in Detroit over the weekend. 78 to 85 are going to be shot tonight, tomorrow and Sunday in Detroit alone. They're not going to talk about that on the fucking news. Why? Where's BLM? Where's BLM? Where's Black Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter. Where's the ACLU? Where are they pitching fits about black people killing black people? They don't give a fuck. Doesn't play into their political persuasion. It's only when cops kill black people or when white people kill black people. And weirdly enough, the two weapons that they're trying to ban is the AR-15 and the 9mm handgun. Why is it that every single person who commits mass murder only uses the AR-15 and a 9mm handgun? And why is it that they almost 99% of the time die before questioning? You have to ask yourself those questions. I could be making this shit up, but I'm not. Look it up. You got to ask why that's happening and how is it possible that when four years under Donald Trump, the only mass shootings we had were black on black, white on white, cops shooting black people, cops shooting white people, shootouts with drug dealers and cops, and there was no mass murderers in schools, movie theaters, or grocery stores, or in, in subways for 4 years under Donald Trump but since the since Biden's been in office we've had one in fact we've had one every other fucking day in the united states for the last 10 days 14 days Right. But but they're only the the one where the the happened just the other day. Yesterday, there was a guy that went into a a building and shot, uh, you know, seven people and killed them or whatever the number was. Oh, he used to work there and he's just a he's just a disgruntled worker. That doesn't count. So we're not going to talk about that too long. They spent less than 30 fucking seconds on the news. But some kid and the guy didn't have an AR-15 and a nine millimeter, so he didn't fit the bill. Did he? But the guy who went into the store and the the kid that went into the school and shot everybody else up, there's a lot of fucking questions on that. Where did he get the money to buy all those weapons, first of all? And why did he buy an AR-14 that cost more than $5,000 or $8,000 for an AR-15 when he could have bought one for less than $1,500 anywhere online or at any gun store? And where did he get all this money all of a sudden to buy a 1,000 rounds of ammunition that he took into the school, and he killed only whatever it was. You know, he killed like nine people, and he fired over 100 rounds in the first minute and a half. What the fuck was he shooting at? Right. Well, apparently he was just shooting the bodies into obliv- oblivion, but they're not telling you that because on- otherwise, what the fuck's he shooting at? He wasn't shooting outside. He did that when he was outside. So there's a lot of questions going on there and there's things that aren't being answered. That sounds a lot like nefariousness that somebody uh, gaslit this kid. I'm just saying that'll never fucking come out. But and it might, because when it does, they shot it up. So as soon as they stop talking about what's going on, it's because somebody started getting onto the scent of that dog that's hunting every time that happens they they get it off the news get it off the news somebody's getting too fucking close and i'm not kidding sandy hook look that up same thing happened there okay so when when kids really go crazy like the kids did in in waco texas they had shotguns they had shotguns how long did that stay in the news not very long because they're not trying to ban shotguns, are they? Those kids went in with shotguns and shot everybody up in the movie theater. Those were just mass murderers, crazy kids who were fucking murdering people. Okay? These other kids that use that that go and shoot up people and use the fucking AR fifteen and a nine millimeter and usually kill everybody with an AR fifteen and turn the nine millimeter on themselves or make sure that they get die by cop. Those ones are the ones they plaster all over the news day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. When are we going to say enough is enough? When are we going to do something? I heard Sleepy Joe. I heard him. They, they propped him up with some fucking shots of a lot of fucking shots of uh, amphetamines and some uh, fuck ton of vitamin B to get him to be able to read the fucking prompter. And he, they wrote that shit. He wasn't saying, and then he went and he was whispering again. It's not enough. We need to do something. And he gets all whispering. What the fuck? That's creepy. Anyway. Right. right. See, I'm losing Casey, right? Casey, I hope you're leaving not because of me talking about politics, because if you are, I'm going to I'm going to trigger you every single time. Right. And it's not because I'm a Republican, because I'm not. I I go after the Republicans just the same because where are they? What are they doing about it? Right. You probably already left. Right. What are they doing about it? Okay, so the energy, let me get back to on point, because I just triggered a few other people that were ego and they just left, too. So, all I have to do is start start going down that that road of the other religion, and the people who are prescribed to that religion, who don't think it's a religion and don't think they are, get triggered by my words. All of this is supposed to happen this way. Do you understand that? All of this is thank you. okay, I'm glad. <laughs> Oh, you were saying goodbye to Virginia. I thought you were talking to me. I just looked down. You were like, Have a great evening, dear. I love you. And I'm like, Are you talking to me? Oh, my God. I triggered her. I didn't think you were like that. <laughs> I'm glad. I apologize for thinking that about you. I'm like, Oh, my God. Casey, I can't believe that she got triggered. That was Virginia. Yeah. Okay. It's that time. I know Virginia. It's five o'clock. She's got to go cook dinner. Right. I know that because she's got her son has to, he's at work. When he comes home, she wants to make sure he has food. Uh, and grandma eats early too. So I know where Virginia's going. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a pass. She, like me, is taking care of her elderly. She is her mother's 80 something. Mine's 78. Going to be 78 Monday. She's going to be 78. My mom, she was born on uh, on the uh, day after D-Day or the other way. Yeah, day after D-Day. D-Day is on the 5th. She was born on the 6th. Uh, so so uh, on on the 5th, we're going to be doing something for my mom, taking her out to lunch. Although she has Alzheimer's, so she will, oh, great, it's my birthday. And then she won't remember by the time we get home. It's kind of unfortunate. But my mom is getting to the place where we're trying to achieve. Only she's doing it and we feel bad for her because she's very present only in the moment. uh, And she doesn't have any very much short-term memory. And some of her long-term memory is going away, right? I don't get triggered. Thank you. I'm glad you don't. I love you for that. Uh, And that's who I thought you were, right? (laughs) That's who and what I thought you were. That's why I was like, oh, I was disappointed. I'm like, Kate, what? Casey, you're not supposed to be like that. That too, Brute? Uh, So I'm glad. Thank you. Uh, That's why when people leave, I'm like, tell me you're leaving and tell me why. So I know that I didn't just trigger you. I got to go because of blah, 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 right? And be honest, if I'm triggering you, tell me that shit. And then I'll go, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to, you know, I am poking. And I'm going to poke on both sides because I do that right now. I'm taking shots at the people who are in charge. And as soon as the Republicans get in charge, I'll be taking shots at them. <laughs> if they take control uh, in the midterms, they you watch, they'll be doing all kinds of shit, nefarious shit themselves. And they won't be fixing any fucking problems that they're going to be telling us right now they're going to fix when they get in charge. They're going to tell us that because they need our votes, right? All of a sudden, like uh, Joe Biden is preaching to God and, and saying, God bless America. They fucking hate that shit. And that it's the liberals and the progressives who are trying to get God out of everything, out of schools, out of politics, out of everything, because they want God, the other religion, the anti-their religion, to be completely removed. Why do you think they're up to that? But yet, all of a sudden, when they get want to get elected, they become Catholics all of a sudden. They start saying, God bless you. It's hilarious right (laughs) thank you casey says poke away man poke away so so but but the dichotomy the dance that is the yin the yang the orbis, the everything the, the star of david the star of david is what it's the masculine chevron and the feminine chevron superimposed over each other and if you take that and make that and render that into a 3d it is that star that is the heart chakra because your heart chakra only works properly if you are what? In touch with both your masculine and feminine uh, sides because the creator is androgynous. Uh-oh, there I go again. I'm going to lose the Christians now. The creator is androgynous. Okay? And any religion that is a monotheistic religion, one way or the other, has driven out one or the other on because of the nefariousness. So you have the Hebrews who they have one God and that God is a male figure. So the female can't be equal to the male. They're okay with the devil, another male, being equal to their God. And they preach that, which is a lie, because if you if you really look at the actual universe and the way things, the Tao Te Ching, the book of the way, uh, the way if you look at the law of one. Uh, You look at these and the other Dead Sea Scrolls. The Law of One wasn't a Dead Sea Scroll because it only got here in 1981 to 84. Otherwise, it would have been taken out of of the Bible. Uh, But if you look at all of the Nag Hammadi, uh, all of those books were ripped out and put away because they told the true story of either our origin, our our history, uh, and more importantly, the spirituality that is and what we're supposed to learn here. That's why I tell people, look up the gospel of truth and just start with that. That one starts with the Jesus Christ figurehead, Godhead, Savior character. In fact, they call him Savior. That's the only place where they call Jesus the Savior. All other places, they don't actually give a title other than the Christian title where they're trying to venerate him as God. Which, in a sense, we're all God, so it doesn't matter, okay? Okay. Uh, if you've watched, I was just watching, re-watching for the third time, uh, *Battlestar Galactica*, which came out in the in 2007, I think, to to 2009 or 10 or something like that, a remake of the old 70s uh, TV series. And the and the Cylons are about one God, one true God, and the and the uh, uh, the uh, humans are about the the 13 colonies, the 13 gods. Uh, And they have like Apollo and uh, Athena and very Egyptian-like. That's why in the old TV series, everything they had was very Egyptian, including their helmets that they flew with uh, and their vipers. uh, Very Egyptian uh, uh, style. But they're about the 13 colonies, and we're the 13th colony, and there's a reason that was written the way it was written. The 13 colonies, Jesus Christ and his 12 apostles, Okay. That Jesus character, if you read all the scrolls going back all the way to Mesopotamia, that character is the same character. Marduk was Jesus. Thor was Jesus. Do you see? They're all the same. They're all the same character. They're the Savior character. Moses played that part in that story. Uh, uh, Noah played that part in that story. The Savior character the the uh, the hero. When you have the hero character, the hero character becomes the savior character. That is the same. It's all the dichotomy. It's the same story. So if you read every single scroll, even uh, even the 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 uh, uh, um, the book of Judas, Judas becomes the savior character in the dichotomy of turning Jesus in, and that's where you realize that Jesus was the one who convinced Judas to turn him in. Because Judas was, in fact, the only disciple who was, in fact, loyal to Jesus enough to sacrifice his life. No, everyone else didn't. And he proved that when he said that you will deny me three times before the cock crows, when he was being crucified, before he was being crucified at the Last Supper. And it turned out to be true. All of the disciples turned their backs on Jesus and said they weren't part of him. that's why later, they don't talk about this too much in the canon, in the teaching, that's why every single uh, uh, disciple, all 12 of them, had to pay with their lives. They were all killed later for standing up for Jesus because they didn't stand up for Jesus at the time when he when he was being crucified. And they don't tell you that too much, but if you look into the future after Jesus died, every one of them, didn't die of old age. Every one of them was murdered and killed and sacrificed because of what they did, uh, including Peter, who uh, they, that's where you get the upside down cross from. He didn't want to be put on the cross upright. And it wasn't a cross, by the way. The cross is an X. It's not a cross like you see now with the, G, with the Christians where they used that. It was an X and they called that a cross. Right where you now we say X marks the spot. It was cross marks the spot when you were crucified. You weren't crucified that way because you, in, in fact, there, there were no nails through the hands because if you have nails through your hands, you can tear them out in between, in between the knuckles of your, and if you have them in your feet, same thing, you can rip them out through your toes, even though the knuckles are there, the, their, your own weight will rip them out. So they put them through the wrist in between the bones there and you can't uh, break them through the bone that is the wrist here or the other way. You'd have to pull it all the way up to here. And even then it just gets wider for the two bones in your arm. So they put it through the wrist and they put it through above into the shin when they did crucify you, first of all. Uh, so let's get that real. Uh, so Jesus never had holes in his hands. They were in his wrists and he never had holes in his feet. They were in his his ankles, his wrists of his feet. That's the way they did. It. And then you work on an X not on a cross upright, it was an X, okay? Arms up, legs up, that was sufficient. That was very sufficient. And that way, when you were pinned to that X standing up, your body weight didn't make you fall off. It would still, you would hang down and you wouldn't be able to breathe right and eventually you would suffocate. All of that is true, but you couldn't pull yourself off. Nobody else could come up and grab your hand and yank it off and then sew you back together and let you heal uh, and have you escape. Because people did that shit beforehand. They're not stupid. Everybody thinks we're the smartest people on the face of the earth because we have technology. Technology is making us stupid, right? When I was a kid, I had to memorize every telephone number that I knew. I had to write it down and carry a little black book around with me. I had to memorize everything. Now it's all in my phone. I don't have anything fucking memorized except for my own telephone number. If I wanted to call somebody right now, I need my phone. And Without my cell phone, I don't fucking know anybody's telephone number to call anybody, even my brother. Right. And that's not because I'm old. It's because no one knows that shit anymore because you don't have to memorize this. So you're not using your brain. It makes you stupid. So our technology is not in our educational system is crap. That's why we had the, the TV series. Are you? You think you're smarter than a fifth grader because fifth graders have a better education than people, adults. And if you look at and this is the truth, they did a study. Our grand, my grandparents, your great grandparents are my grandparents who were born around the turn of the century, and I don't mean the year 2000, I mean the the 1900, born somewhere between there and 1935, their, their third or fourth grade education was better than we get going into college. Not a joke. Not a joke. Okay. Because they were being taught real stuff back then. And then nefariousness kicked in and they changed everything. That's why civics is not uh, given to you. History, uh, depending on what they want you to learn, like Vietnam, they, it's like two pages or a page and a half in a history book that you learn about. Oh, there was this time, this thing that happened in Vietnam. They don't want you looking into that because then you figure out what the fuck was really going on there. Right? Casey said, shit, I have a hard time remembering my own phone number sometimes. Me too. Right? She laugh out loud with a big smiley face, big laughy face. So. You know, I could have put that up on the screen, right? Okay, so Peter says, Jesus said, Peter, when the crows, 300 years, the world will deny the the pebble and the truth. Think about that. That was 2,000 years ago. So, agreed. And most of the books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, not in that order, John was written first. John was written about 120 or 150 years after Jesus' death. All the rest of them were written between three and and 500 years. So none of them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are not the Matthew, the Mark, the Luke, and the John who were there. And they're not even uh, uh, stories that supposedly were handed down from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. There somebody wrote the story of, of, of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Now, could they have been based on that? Maybe, probably, I don't know. Right? I wasn't there, and if I was, I don't remember it in this lifetime. I probably was alive then because I've been on this planet for a very long time. When you sign on, here's the other thing, too. So if you guys are wanderers, just know you either just got here and you've only been here for a lifetime or two. Or you've been here for 75,000 years or 150,000 years. You have to realize this place has been stuck for almost 250,000 years that we're aware of. It takes a long time for a place to be stuck before it cries out for help. Then people start coming. Okay. The amount of people that are here now, it's the end game. But 50 years ago, 60 years ago, there was only maybe a million wanderers here. And going back in time, it was less and less. So when I got here, there was probably 10 of us. Right? (laughs) There wasn't very many when I signed on. And unfortunately, when you sign on, like I said, you sign on for a 75,000-year stint or 150,000-year stint. So if you've been here as long as I have and you feel like you're tired and you've been here for a really fucking long time doing this, you've been here for a really long time doing this. Okay, you really have. But you know that you signed on to do this. And I know there's people out there that say, oh, my God, that's part of the penal colony, the prison that we're in. And they have these machines out there, these nets that catch your soul and whack like a fly trap. And they, and they whack your soul and they, and they erase your memory and put you back into here so that you can't get out. Because this place is, in fact, a penal colony in the third dimension made by third density, third dimensional people. And they're bringing people in from all over the universe and dumping them here. How do you know that? Because some people have near-death experiences and they know that they're not from here and they associate with being from somewhere else. That's not why. It's because that's just where they're fucking from for real. Tell a little truth with many lies. They tell you a little bit of truth so that in your resonance, you go, I hear, I see, I see truth in that. I see that that, that sounds logical and sounds true because there's a part of you that says, yeah, people are not from here because nobody, almost anybody, there's probably a third or less of the population of humans that are on this planet that came from this planet as a first, second density being. True, true story. The people that are coming here now are either the ones that are stuck here or the ones that are volunteering. No one knew is coming in. Not anymore, unless there is no other choice and this is the closest planet and they can't go somewhere else. Why? Because this planet Earth, this is why our problems with Gaia are happening. And this is why it's very, very important for those of you who are light workers to give back love and healing and understanding and calmness to the planet itself because the vibration that is third density, third dimension, there's a difference between those. One is a place and one is a spirituality. Third dimension is a place. There's a reality. Third density is a spirituality. That's why I always say those two together. And people go, "What's the difference?" One is a place, physical place, 3D reality, physical, and then my spiritual reality, being here, being in the third, is a density that has to do with your soul, where where dimension has to do with the physical physicality. Third dimensional, third density more importantly, vibratory pattern is no longer sustainable according to the natural progression of the cycle that is this planet. The only reason that we're still here is because we are, in fact, here. Why does that make a difference? Because of 3, 6, and 9, as below, so above, saying this properly now, as within, so without. I'm not saying it backwards, the lie that they're teaching you, That gives you the caste system as above, so below, suggesting to you there's a a power over you, an overlord who has control and what they dictate to you is what is. That's the lie. And as without, so within. Again, dictating the, the lie that is the caste system that they want you to perpetuate. So they turn everything backwards to get you to say that and they brainwash you. So you say as above so below. That's not what it says in the Bible. In the Bible it says as on earth shall too be sown in heaven. What you unleash on earth I shall too unleash in heaven. We have been given the creation and the ability to co-create this reality because why we created it? Because we are in fact an apparition of a, of the creator the androgynous creator that is the all. We're just a separated piece of an imaginary thought process, just like when you're daydreaming and you think up a construct in your head of whatever it is that you're doing, that you are actually creating another universe where that is happening. And that takes on a life of its own and continues because you are part of the creation. You just don't think that. But then when you go back and think about that thought, you don't start it over you go well where would i be and you start then creating the future of that thought again do you see do you start are you starting to understand the idea of creation only those people in service to others because of the love that they have can create the word logos when people say well, what is the word of god the word the most ancient human word is logos. That's a, that's a, a word that the, the, the Greeks gave that word, and that word translates to the word love. So the word of God is logos. So the, so the creation, the word that created the universe is love. So the universe was created with love. Albert Einstein said that, that the universe, I know one thing that is to be true is that the universe was created out of love. So, even Albert Einstein, who was a scientist who you would think was an atheist, actually got that. Okay. And if you know uh, Drumvalo Melchizedek, I know that the Melchizedek is a title. Drumvalo Melchizedek was working with scientists on the heart chakra, on the creation, on the matrix. And until 2012, Maybe it was 2015, somewhere between 2012 and 2015. He became disillusioned because he realized that they were only funding the project because they wanted to turn it into a weapon and weaponize it. Why? Because they understand they get the matrix and how it works, and they have for hundreds of thousands of years. Millions, possibly millions of years. That's the secret that they know that they're trying to erase when they burned of the, the the all the scrolls of Alexandria when they pulled all the scrolls and the ones that became the dead sea scrolls the nagamate all of that was scrolls that told this information they didn't want you learning it why because they control the matrix the guy who wrote the movie the matrix that became the trilogy the matrix which they stole from him and made nefarious most of it's true so they're telling a little truth with many lies at the end of it all the 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 uh, um, Smith character becomes the devil to Neo, who becomes the Christ. And what the AI becomes the God, who is beautiful and is loving and caring and understanding. Because they're trying to perpetuate that. And here's another question to ask yourself. Why was there no AI God before 1991? Because there was no fucking computers yet. So before that, it was just called the devil. And then it morphed into an AI god who tries to tell you that this AI god has been here forever. No. The AI god is a construct in the minds just like the entire construct of computers taking over and and robots taking over. That has been placed in all of the movies and literature, the same as aliens coming down here to get you and eat you. That's all a lie, too. Most of the aliens, there are some that do eat us. Okay, there are some. So they're telling a little truth with many lies. There hasn't been an alien, actual alien encounter that's not from this world, already occupying this space on this planet, living in it, on it, or above it. There hasn't been an alien race come here in probably, well, since it started. So since we got lost. So about 250,000 years ago was when this place got under quarantine. And no one can come here. It's very rare. When they do, they're usually a construct of someone's mind. And I don't mean a human. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. But they're a construct of another higher being's mind. For instance, when Ra came here, the very beginning of of, uh, the, the law of one, Ross says, we were here, we walked among your people, we built your pyramids. Later, they tell you they weren't physically here, they projected themselves and astral projected here and created a human body, and we're occupying that, but their soul was not in fact here. So they were basically in a drone that they created, just like if you guys go back into my archives and look at the whatever it was, 35 weeks that I did on the alien interview that didn't happen at Roswell, New Mexico. Errol, the alien, was inside of a a drone. She was occupying a body that was here. She was coming here astrally and she was occupying this alien and they were interviewing the alien and she was talking through telepathy and then she just bounced and left when they tried to capture her soul. She was just gone out of the body. Why? She flipped a switch and she was not there anymore. She went home. Okay. And that was uh, uh, true then and is true now. So a lot of the alien spacecrafts that you see when there are, in fact, aliens in them, they're either from here or they're uh, a a telepathic communication. We're getting you to believe that it's there for some reason. Right. Or they're just a a drone from the cabal and and the high society and the shit that you guys don't know about that I know about that I've talked about on my shows. And I'll lose a lot of people by going down that road. But it is part of the whole religion and what's going on, the whole battle between good and evil. That's not a war. It's a dance that needs to happen that was created. OK, the story is that there was a time when people weren't veiled and they knew we all knew that we were the creator and everybody was sitting around like potheads, beach bums. Hey, man, I'll get there, dude, whenever, because, you know, I'm God. So it's OK. Right. So. So. When you have the understanding of that and the ability to actually get that, you don't slow down horse, you speed it up. That's why, okay, well, then what's the difference between you knowing it now and preaching it now? The difference is back then we knew it and were complacent and we didn't care, so nothing was happening anytime fast, and we got the creator got. Uh, annoyed with the speed of its own mind. Okay, this shit isn't working. I need to speed up horse. What can I do? Through trial and error over who knows how long, a millennia. Don't know. I'm not privy to that information in this construct anymore. I will be when I get out of here. Casey's question. What was Casey's question? So is there a 3D trap out there? Is that the question that you're talking about? That must be the question. Denise, thank you for that. I didn't see it. I'm talking and I didn't look for questions. So is there a 3D trap out there? Uh, Yes and no. That's part of the little truth with many lies. This is a 3D trap that was constructed by us. Okay, It's your rite of passage from a baby soul to an adolescent soul. When you learn this dichotomy and learn how to beat this trap that you put yourself in by pretending that you're asleep and pretending that you don't remember that you are in fact the creator until you learn and choose which way you're going to go and then live that and choose that and live that and and of course if you choose nefariousness and evil you cannot go past halfway through the sixth density it stops there and the creator did not allow it to go anywhere past that that's purgatory that's hell you can stay there as long as you want but you can never go any higher in vibratory pattern. That it's but so it is a trap. But it's a trap that has been put here. that's for children. It's very simple to get out of. But then nefariousness. When they understood the trap, they've they've put uh, boundaries over that, and they get us to not see it by gaslighting us, not to see the door, not to see the key. That's why they're trying to eradicate Christianity because Jesus is the key and the door. That's why he says the way to heaven is through me, and it, and it's not just Jesus. It's that character. The last time he came through, he came through as Jesus the Christ came through twelve times total. Okay, and he's not going to come the thirteenth. Why? Because he is the thirteenth. We're the thirteenth. We're the thirteenth apostle. We're the thirteenth warrior. That's why the whole story of Beowulf is a retelling of the thirteenth. It's the thirteenth warrior. It's the one guy who's not part of the 12 apostles that is his normal people in the Viking uh, religion. He's the outsider who's coming in who doesn't believe that the Vendo is some mystical god who believes they're just humans. And he's the one who leads them to the, he becomes the savior character in that storyline. So is there a trap there? Yeah, the trap is they're convincing us to believe there's a trap by gaslighting us and telling us this is a penal colony and that when you die, don't go into the light because if you go into the light, then people are going to be there to say to you, it's okay, you're on a mission. Come back because there's over a billion people, maybe 2 billion that are wanderers. They want you to get mind wiped again so you start over and don't remember who you are once again. That's why the culling, that's why the great reset. They want us all to die. They used to whack anybody that was in any way awake. Right, that's why the Witch's Hammer, the, the the book that was written. I forgot what it was, what it is in Latin. Right, something Malafaciam uh, in in Hebrew. It's a Latin and Hebrew book that was written so that the priests who were trying to nefariously control the human race, women were harder to control than men. Men are easier controlled because they're conditioning from childbirth to be soldiers and warriors and hunter gatherers. Keeps them from being very spiritual. Women being in service to others, being nurturing by nature, are more spiritual. So they had to be shut up. So they had the witch's hammer, which was a way to identify, control, and kill any free-thinking woman. That went on to the Salem witch trials. Okay? So there is, in fact... You're, you're welcome, by the way. Thank you for pointing that out to me so that I would answer that, Denise. Uh, so there is, in fact, a trap. And then there's their trap, which is the trap of convincing you that, first of all, there's a devil. Second of all, there is a hell. And you're going to go there if you don't do certain things in the in the religions. And the religions say, like, if you jerk off, you're going to hell. If you have sex with a woman, you're going to hell. If you If you have tattoos, you're going to hell. There's all kinds of sins. Everything's a sin you're going to go to hell no matter what you can't go to you can't go anywhere besides hell if you believe all of the religions and everything they say about you're going to do you ate pork you're going to hell to hell they created hell and the devil so that the, that was where you were all going to go and you're hopelessly locked into it and you women who are in fact the more spiritual uh, are are what the original sin you're immediately the devil and going to hell And that's why you have pain in childbirth, and that's why you have the period. Is what because of your original sin, and what we're here talking about is by getting Adam to bite the fruit of knowledge and wake up and actually see the fucking nefariousness for who it was that that person who in fact you thought was in the Garden of Eden, who you in fact thought was God, was in fact just some fucking alien overlord who was trying to keep you from learning something. Because why would the good God Nefarious, not nefarious, but holier than thou, holy God, who is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-loving, all-caring creator of the world, wants you to not know something. And then get pissed off because Eve didn't obey. Well, That that says that God's not the all-seeing, all-knowing, all-creator of the universe because Eve was able to not do what that God wanted. Uh, Oh, but then it was the serpent, so it was the devil. That that convinced her to eat the fruit of knowledge. Uh, God didn't want us to know something, and when we learned that thing, which in the Bible it says we learned we were naked. What, and that's all? We learned we were naked, and so we covered ourselves up. So because of that, we were kicked out of the kingdom of heaven. No, there's another story behind that story, that is not that story that they're telling you overtly. Do you see? And that's the matrix, and that's the control of the matrix. And the same thing the nefarious entities came here and pretended they were God and gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments are just uh, common sensical things don't have sex with your brother's wife, don't basically have sex outside of wedlock. Uh, you know, or or meaning, don't be with someone and have sex with someone else. Don't lie and bear false witness. Don't steal. Don't murder. Those are things that God shouldn't have to tell us. Do you understand? Do you see? Do you understand? So the so the 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 prison that they're telling you is a prison of the mind, because the truth is, it's a prison of the mind and the prison of the soul, anyways. So they're telling you a little bit of truth with their lies. They're telling you, well, this is a penal colony and you can't get out. So just do what you're told, slave. Do you see? So the lie is convincing you, me, and everyone else that there is a devil, that there is a hell. We're all going there in a handbasket. We can't stop ourselves. We all hate each other. There's uh, systemic racism everywhere, except for when you look around and talk to people and see how they're all interacting with one another. And it doesn't, doesn't jibe with what the news and the media is telling you on television, radio, and, and in movies. That's weird. Reality isn't what they're telling us it is. Or you're completely oblivious to that, and you are gaslit, and you believe everything that they tell you, right? You believe everything that the Republican or the Democrat, the liberal or the conservative, whatever it's called in your nation and, and your media, you're believing them. That's a religion of evil people. All of it. Your governmental system, your the work system that you have is the same as the military, is the same as the government, is the same as the caste system, is the same as the religions that they set up. The religions are here, and you can learn from them if you ignore the caste system and only look at the good books that are written for the good things that are in them and ignore the evil. Catholicism is great if you ignore the fact that, that there's 10, you know, one, what is it, 3, 4% of all the priests or having sex with little boys and little girls. If you ignore that and go, those are just evil people that got in here to do nefarious shit because they do that. Evil people put put themselves into positions to to do harm to children, to girl little girls, little boys, women, and you know what I mean. They 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 woo you into thinking that they're your friend, and then they rape and pillage you. Right? That's what they do by nature because they are evil. People say, why did they do that? Because they can. That's it. Because they gain power from it. It's part of their religion. You need to understand that. You need to understand that. We don't stand under anyone. You need to understand and get that all of nefariousness is a religion of evil. Narcissism is evil. Nefariousness is evil. Anytime that you are not in service to others and you are in service to self that is evil and i don't mean i don't mean by well i have to take care of myself so i have to think of myself first and so i don't starve to death that's different that's different than using people getting power over people gaining influence over people wanting to join politics uh, going to become a teacher so that you can do nefarious shit to your students whatever it is physically mentally sexually whatever however it is Or gain, you know, I want power and control. I want to be a CEO of a company and then I'm going to treat people below me like shit. Corporate ladder, man. I'm going to stab the motherfucker on the way up. That's in service to self. You're all about yourself. You don't give a shit about other people. You're about what you can get from, that's nefariousness. That's evil. That is narcissism. Okay, that's supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen because the creator created that for us to have that dichotomy, that dance, so the boogeyman was there to chase us. So that we saw the difference between good and evil. So that we make a choice between one or the other because your soul is one or the other. And that's what we're here to do. So it is a trap, but it's a trap of the mind and the soul, not of the body. The body is, in fact, stuck here because it's a construct here. It only works here. Okay? But it's not imprisoned here because it did something wrong. It only works here. This body only works in this place, in this reality. So it doesn't, it's not a construct to work in the fourth or the fifth or the sixth or the seventh density. It just doesn't work there. You lose the physical body eventually, and you become more and more light until eventually you're just light. But in this place, the light is occupying this avatar. But we're anchored in a very high place in the sixth, halfway to the to the back to the creator. Almost halfway because 13 is the one. That's why three, six, and nine becomes twelve. And then it doesn't become fifteen. It becomes thirteen or one. okay, And that's the the quantum weirdness, that's the 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 weirding way that people don't understand how that math works. That's the clock face. That's why there's twelve hours of day and twelve hours of night. That's why there's twelve months in the year, right? There's actually thirteen months in the year and it used to be a thirteen lunar calendar, a thirteen month calendar. 28 equal days until the Augustus Caesar Septus Caesar, Octavius Caesar, uh, they all decided that they all wanted to change that and have more days than anybody else they borrowed days and eventually they just scattered the days with everybody else and got rid of that last 10 days that was left over from everybody borrowing them. okay so there, so, so this but the, but the matrix can be usurped. So that's the that's the prison colony that this has become okay and that's all, that's my choice. It's because of being gaslit by the nefarious people who understand they get the matrix and how it works. So they're gaslighting all of us into believing, first of all, that, the, that this is, that the caste system is here, right? And that you are a slave in this caste system and there's somebody above you always, as above, so below, as without, so within. That's the lie that is reversed from as below, so above, as within, so without, which is the true way of saying that. Three plus three equals six, plus six, or plus, you know, three plus six equals nine, nine plus three. And how does that, what does that have to do with anything? The three energy is us our creation, our part of creation. If you read the Nag Hammadi, or any of the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Nag Hammadi is the collection, all of the works of the Dead Sea Scrolls. If you read the Dead Sea Scrolls, you hear in there the one thing that's never said anywhere else because it was taken out of all the Bibles that when the human race was created, they were created with an indestructible ability. And indestructible is a reoccurring theme in throughout all of the scrolls, including the ones that were left in. And indestructibility on a spiritual level means what? It means forever. Do you see? So we were born with an indestructible ability. We were born with an ability that is forever. What is that? That's our immortal soul, for one, it's also the creation. We are co-creators because if you are in service to others, then you love. And if you love, creation comes from the heart, not from the mind. The mind is a construct of this for this body to control the pain The pain body. The ego and the mind work in or together. The ego takes control of the mind, tells it what to think, and it gives you negative thoughts. Then your conscience takes control of the mind and gives you positive thoughts. That's the dichotomy, which wolf are you going to feed? The angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other so the thinking mind is just a construct that just does what it needs to do the thinking mind tells the body pump breathe blood move hunger change to fuel fix the... and you don't have to consciously think about any of that it runs everything for you but you're the creation above that as the witnesser you're the creator so if you love the people and you love the universe you can create if you hate them You are away from the light and devoid of the light, and that's told in all the scriptures, and therefore you have no creative ability. That's why evil, narcissistic people never create anything. They can only control it, destroy it, corrupt it. They have to convince you to believe them so that you create for them. So they created the devil and they created uh, uh, hell so that we tell each other we're all going to go to hell no matter what. Then hell becomes a place, because we are holding on to it with our creative minds. So if we believe everything that the nefarious uh, television tells us and media tells us, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, and everybody hates each other, and everybody's racist, and everybody wants to rape and pillage and murder, that's just not true. Some people do it, but it's only a small percentage. Eighty percent of the people on this planet are in service to others. Twenty percent—it's actually less than that—and then there's some convinced. There's there's like ten percent, and then there's that. Ten percent of that of the twenty percent that are kind of not quite sure where they are. Do you understand? I know that was a long, drawn out process, Casey. But you're welcome. She said, "Thank you for answering my question." Uh, so there is a penal colony, but it's the penal colony of the mind and the soul, anyways. And then to further that, they've usurped it, taken control of the matrix by con- trying to convince you that the best trick the devil ever pulled was getting you to not think that the devil ever existed. That's not, the true, that's not the true best trick the devil ever pulled. The best trick that evil ever pulled was getting you to believe what they had to say. That's why if you go to my uh, Facebook page, you see that newscaster that says it's 6 o'clock. Up next, we're going to tell you what we want you to think. Because that's th- that's what they're saying to you on the news. They just don't say those words outright to you, but that's what they're saying to you. Up next, what we want you to believe. And then they paint a picture. And if, you, and if you wake up, when you wake up, you start realizing, wait a minute, this is the same shit they've been saying day in and day out my entire life. How can that be true that they're making, they're just saying the same things over and over and over? And they're not trying to say this is stuff that goes back, except for when they try to say, you know, the whole 1619 thing. Look it up. You can actually look that up now and see that the entire thing was invented. It's a lie. (laughs) And people are actually fighting against that in schools now and teaching the truth about the the, the whole thing. Everyone's saying, well, the the whole basis for America was on that day when the slaves got here. That's a lie. It's a lie. It was made up was made up by the Washington Post or Washington Times or whoever that is. You can Google that. Well, that is the prison. Denise said being stuck in one's mind is a prison in and of itself. Well, that is the spiritual prison, is being stuck in the mind. That's why I try to teach the meditation to get you above the thinking mind, above the reach of the ego. And then when you notice that place, that's when I talk about how people say, well, how do I know when I'm waking up? If you can perceive the nanosecond before your thought becomes the words inside your brain, the entire concept comes in all at once. And then your brain goes and gives you the words in case you want to say them out loud. So before you say something out loud, the whole concept is there and then your mind gives your mouth. First you think the words, then you say the words. If you trace back, I said the words, I thought the words prior to that, there was something that happened prior to that. That's your soul giving this construct what it needs to work here and communicate here. That's you. That's the real you. You're not the thinking mind. You're not the ego. You're not the conscience. You're the consciousness that is above that. And when you put yourself into that place, that's where everyone tries to achieve with meditation. You do it when you see a sunrise. Oh, wow. Right? You do it when you see something in awe. When you look at nature, you go, oh, wow. Look at the photos that I post. People look at those and go, wow, man, I love that. Yeah, but I bet you were quiet for a few seconds when you first saw that because it blew your mind. That's what that means when it blows your mind. It's because what happens? Your mind stops thinking because you... Ascend in vibratory pattern up into your witnessing creative soul self for that quiet time, and the ego can't get you there. And 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 that's what the ego hears when it tries to phone something in. When your brain tries to talk to you, and 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 busy signal, because you're busy being in that moment. Yes, Jen says, that happened to me. I said something that I didn't know that I knew. When that happens, it's either coming, and then here's another thing you can pay attention to. You can figure out where it comes from. If the thought, when you get it, when you say it, felt like it came over your right shoulder, that was probably, but not always 100%, a guide. But it could be you, too. All positive reinforcement comes over your right shoulder from the right side of you, into you all negative comes from the left side not that has nothing to do with whether you're right-handed or left-handed that's just the 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 devil on the left shoulder and the in the or the ego the devil ego on the left shoulder and the conscience angel on the right shoulder so you're so but if you said that and you know that didn't originate didn't feel like it came from a guide it came from somewhere else that was from you that was your your higher self or your higher higher self your super consciousness who is anchored in the sixth density, halfway through the sixth density. That's where we anchor to be anywhere below that. In fact, we all are, even if you're here for the first time, because you actually came from God, because you are you are the creator. So you're anchored as the creator in the 13th or the one in the center, right? That's like Jesus being the center of the clock face and the 12 apostles around him. God is the 13. The Savior is the 13th. And everybody else follows the Savior. So that's the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 3, 6, 9, is us energy, the creation. Energy of the universe is also 3. So 3 plus 3, my energy, my intention to the universe becomes 6 energy. 3 plus 3 equals 6. Then I take that energy, which is the energy of creation and the intention of mine, and I give that intention a focus. To become, that becomes a nine energy, which is what? The Hex Boson, the God energy. But it's not God. It's the God energy. That's the creation, the creativeness that makes things so. And when you give that energy, your your conscious energy, again, your, your uh, intention, another three energy plus nine equals what? Twelve. That is God. And when you give 12 energy, it doesn't become 15 it becomes the one. So that's where it goes to the 13 and the 13 is the one, it's the center. Yes, that was your, I think it was your higher self too. My first, the first thing I got when you said that was that it was in fact, uh, Jen, your higher self. And I didn't clarify that because I went on to the three, six, nine thing. I would have gotten to it. So yes, uh, and I've done that before uh, and we all do that. Now my microphone's just pissing me off. (laughs) Who won't stay still? It keeps wanting to fall down. So that's going to keep bumping it, right? So, and and that's another uh, sign, Jen, and for those of you listening, another sign that you are either a you know awake, not woke, awake or waking up or about to, is when you have the deja vus, when you start getting information, you don't know, I don't know where I know that from, but I know I know it. And then when people look it up, they go, yeah, you're right. Where'd you go? I don't know. It just came to me that you know when it came to you some people say well it came from God well that's because it came from you and you are God on a higher 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 plane you're God we all are everything is let's let's be objective with the universe the universe was created out of love and and the universe is love the universe was created by the creator we were all created by the creator in the image of the creator to be the creator and we are co-creators ergo on a higher 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 of the plane we are in fact the creator some people say i am god right if you watch battlestar galactica one of the cylons said i am god well they la- she laughed at him right starbuck laughed at him but in 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 a higher higher self higher 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 superconscious godhead uh, ideology we all are right that's why jesus said the way to you know the way to the kingdom of heaven is through me Literally, because those of you and I lose a lot of Christians when I say this, and I lose all the other religions, because they think when I say Jesus that I must be a Christian and I follow Christ. The fact is, everyone does. Doesn't matter if you call him Marduk. Doesn't matter if you call him uh, King Arthur. Doesn't matter if you call him Thor. It doesn't matter if you call him Odin. All of those characters were, in fact, the, the savior of the godhead uh, in every uh, aspect of every story ever told in every scroll. They're all the exact same dichotomy of, and I've said this many, many times, I should make a documentary about it, read uh, Joseph Campbell's The Hero with a Thousand Faces. He's onto it in that in that big, thick book where he talks about it because he learned the very same things, okay? And once you realize that, it's like the Dao Te Chi right? You know, 640 years before Jesus Christ was even born, there was uh, uh, two prophets in China at the exact same time. I speak here of the Buddha and, and uh, Lao Chi. The Buddha uh, coming up with Buddhism and, and Lao Qi coming up with the Dao De Chi, which means the Book of the Way. The Way. Uh, and Buddha means basically the Way. Okay, those people came up with that before Jesus was even born. We believe those of us uh, on that on this fringe, that they were both the Jesus persona. They were, in fact, the soul of Jesus. Twelve times the same soul came here and did the same things, performed all of the same miracles, and those were told, oh, well, those are just scrolls that are rewritten. Weird that the only story that wasn't embellished other than the dichotomy between a monotheistic male god or a monotheistic female goddess Or a polytheistic uh, religion, uh, or or, or what you know, any other dichotomy and variance between Godhead being male dominated, female dominated, or both, or androgynous. That's the only change. All the other storylines are the same. The hero has to go through a sacrifice before that. The hero has to fight something, either a dragon or a serpent, or the devil, which is the serpent in the garden. All of them. Thor fought the dragon of the North Sea. Uh, Marduk fought. What? Tiamat the dragon. Tiamat happens to be, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, a big dragon. So all of these, and Jesus fought the devil in the garden, who was a serpent, the serpent, the snake, the devil. So they all fought some reptilian. Well, wait a minute, what? Reptilian? They all fought some reptilian god or goddess who was the antagonist in the storyline who went evil or became evil. If you read the the oldest scroll, which would be Marduk's story, Marduk fought Tiamat, and Tiamat was in fact Marduk's what mother, grandmother, <laughs> right? So what? Yeah. So it, so either you have the Godhead being androgynous, or you have equal god goddess, right? Like the like the uh, um, Vikings with with uh, Odin and and Frere being god goddess, and their son being being Thor, right? Thor became the, the, the savior character, the hero character, and Thor had to fight the Vendor, uh, which would be the, the devil in the garden and the dragon of the North Sea. And Marduk had to fight Tiamat, the dragon. Tiamat was in, enacting revenge because the kids killed their father, Tiamat's husband, because Tiamat's husband wanted to kill them like Zeus's father wanted to kill him. Wait a minute, what? Weird. Zeus's father wanted to kill Zeus, but they hid Zeus in a cave and and they fed uh, a rock to Zeus's father. And he ate the rock thinking it was Zeus, and Zeus eventually came back and killed his own father. Same (laughs) storyline. Zeus becomes the savior character, the hero character, who has to fight the great evil. But he who is doing or she who is doing evil to the people and to the other gods... Right in the War of the Gods, you have the same thing in in the the uh, if you go to to, to uh, and uh, you know and uh, the god uh, uh, Kiva, uh, Shiva, all of that is the same storyline, just told in a different way. Right, so so all of that is all the same dichotomy in that in its twelve different scrolls worldwide throughout time in all the different places around the world. Every single grouping of people that were an empire that is still in existence in some way, form, and especially their ideology and their scrolls tell the same exact story. You just need to change and superimpose the character names, identify who the godheads are, male, female, whether it's one or or, or two. And then down from that, there's always one or two, Zeus and Athena. I think Athena was, the, was Zeus's counterpart. don't quote me on that. Uh, But you had the the male and female, and then you had the different courts below it. Also, the caste system set up to show you who's in charge and who's not in charge. Right. Do you see? Uh, And then you have the savior character who's the third in line. third third rock from the sun, the sun being a yellow ray. That's the third chakra. So all the storylines are also predicting and telling you that the sun, another word for our star, sun worshipers, people who worship the sun, the religions are either it's the son of God or it's the actual sun that's up there, or the sun that's up there is the representation of the son of God. In any case, it's all the same. It is, in fact, all the same. The sun, uh, the star itself, yellow ray sun, is the life bringer to this planet, the life giver, and the cycle of the life on this planet mirrors the cycle of the human existence and the and so everything is the microcosm to the macrocosm so our planet is playing out that which we are playing out as a soul that which the universe is playing out our solar system is playing out in in a larger and larger and larger from there extrapolating out it's always the same story those are the spirals that are everything I see these. And I sound just like that, that guy from uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica, the, the uh, Cylon. He says, I see the patterns. I see the spirals. I see that this all this happened before and it'll all happen again. It's all the exact same thing over and over and over and over because it's meant to be that way so that all the new souls that are coming in go through the exact same possibility of experiences only because they're individuals. They will have a completely different individual experience than what I have. You all have another experience that is similar to mine, but completely different. So we all, as individuals, are, are bound by our individuality to have an individual experience, and that's what we're supposed to have. So we're not supposed to be told the right way everything is supposed to be. We're supposed to figure that shit out on our own. Hence the term, this is a, a, an entrapment of the mind or a prison of the mind. It's a prison of the soul, and it's only designed to keep us there until we're done and don't need it anymore. When we rise above it and become um, adolescents or young adults, we no longer need the trap of a child. We graduate. And part of the understanding in this place that has been caught is the realization that nefariousness has taken over this place to keep people here longer. It's a harder test. That's why no one wants to come to earth because this test is one of the hardest tests because you have two matrices working in conjunction with together as one which means conjunction as one that makes it even harder. So not only are you trapped as a baby soul, you're trapped as an adult soul as well until you graduate from not just as a baby to adolescence but from adolescence to adulthood. And if you don't believe me, look up what the IQ is based on. The IQ test is based on the fact that no human beings, no human beings existing on this planet or anywhere in the third dimension, third density, are they more mature than the age of 18? And what is the age of 18? That's when you become an adult. So most humans on this planet, no matter how old they are, are mature, Their maturity level is between 12 and 17, their entire lives. You, me, and everyone. You are considered a genius when your IQ goes above that. When you are a, an awake adult and thinking like an adult, you are considered a genius on this planet. Because wisdom, knowledge is wisdom, and wisdom is knowledge. Do you see? So just waking up and realizing what's going on and becoming the adult in the room your IQ goes up. Because now you're no longer a child and you're not thinking like one. There's not as many of those of us out there as you think but there's far more today than there ever has been on this planet. Far more today. But there's billions of us now when there used to only be hundreds of thousands of us. Because when you did wake up after the that that is when the when your life uh, ends in that cycle, how you die, you no longer have to be here because you've graduated. So you get to ascend. But the problem is because, because nefariousness took control, when you become the adult, you realize you have to help, the, help those that are trapped so you volunteer to come back. And then they lie and say there's there's this thing that tells you you're on a secret mission and they're evil. And you have to ignore them and run away because they want you to go home. They don't want you recycling again because even though you recycle, And you get revealed and you get reborn into a whole new body somewhere else. Your soul is still vibrating at a higher level because you volunteered to come here legally and you still attribute to the vibration being in a higher resonance. The Schumann resonance is a higher resonance. But because of your existence in this place, no matter what you do, as long as you're not evil. So they don't want you coming back. They want you avoiding that and not believing that you're here to help people and run away and go back where you came from. They want that. That's the trap. The trap isn't they're convincing you to get get mind wiped because they know that even if you're mind wiped, when you get here, your vibratory pattern is, is high. That's why they look for you and they try to get you into the cabal. They try to get you into nefariousness so they can control you to keep you Only creating what they want you to create. That's why the people who get recruited are like me. They tried to recruit me my fucking whole life from the time I was 11 until they still do it. But I literally had the U.S. Air Force coming after me, wanting to recruit me, bringing officers, bringing my father in and setting me down when I was 11 and trying to recruit me into their junior academy and that I would go into their junior academy and become an officer as soon as I turned 18. And I want they were going to take me into whatever skunk works and all that crap. Not kidding you. Not lying to you. They were hounding me until I was in my 20s. And eventually when I it was in my 20s, I realized exactly what it was I was here to do. And that recruitment stopped. But they still try and and then, of course, they try to murder me, kill me, and they try to do that to you guys. That's why I've done shows called The Defense Defense Against the Dark Arts, one and two, because people wake up or they kind of wake up and they go, I need to get out there and help people. But they don't understand or they don't understand what now they're a target and they need to have precautions to keep from them doing harm to you because that's what they do nefariousness comes after you and they try to murder you kill you because if you're reset you're a less of a problem than when you're awake but you still then wake up again when you're but they, if they can get you into a third world country and control you by evil nefarious kings dictators communist uh, regimes where they can murder you and make you disappear and recycle they can kill you off quicker that's what they used to do on this planet all the time they would just murder everyone. They can't do it anymore because there's too many of us here. We've come through with protection now. We protect each other. And we've brought whole forces down here. Where that wasn't the case 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago. Right? Even Jesus, when he came here, had to sacrifice himself. Muhammad just ascended. He split before they could kill him. Because he wasn't supposed to sacrifice himself. Jesus was doing that doesn't mean that Muhammad wasn't the Jesus character. The Jesus character had to sacrifice himself or itself, his or her, because I think Joan of Arc was another one, for those of you ladies out there, had to sacrifice themselves 12 times. And that was done on purpose to set and write that which is set in stone. That's why the activation is happening now. That's why this energy what i'm talking about is happening on purpose this activation is a 3 year activation that has been more a worldwide project that's why you see that in all my imagery you know i have that world with the globe of the planet with all the lines the ley lines and it says worldwide project i put that up in most of my videos that i post in fact i think i don't know if it's in my intro to the show i may have taken that out but i do have the the human brain and the one brain cell and the in the universe the radial image of both, and you can see the ganglia and all of the attachments and how the universe itself is identical to the simple brain cell, except for it's a billion times more complex, but it's identical. That should uh, tell you something. The brain cell is the macrocosm to the microcosm that is the universe. The universe is one brain cell of the universal mind, the, the creation, the creator. We are in the mind of the creator. We are a construct, a daydream in the mind of the universal creation, the creator of the universe. That's what makes us the creation. That's why we're co-creators. Okay, two hours, 10 minutes in, right? We're gonna call it for tonight. I gotta make dinner. It's Friday night. I gotta make dinner for myself and my mom. And I haven't drank much. I should be drinking more water to keep my voice, but my voice is starting to get hoarse. The reason I have this voice. It's because I almost lost my voice. I did. I walked around for three years. Sounded like Froggy from when you guys were too young to remember that. It sounded like this for like three years because my it system, my vocal cords and it fused my vocal cords together. And the doctors were afraid to touch it for fear that my vocal cords would break. And then I would have no voice for the rest of my life. So they said a lot of times just go away. So it's either going to get worse and you're going to lose your voice or it's going to go away. Uh, and one day it went away. <laughs> and when it did it hurt like hell and i could barely talk but i could make better sounds and i had to do rehabilitation prior to that and try to go up through the octaves and I, my, my voice would stop i'd go i'd be like uh and it would stop and make no sound that went on for about two and a half three years and then all of a sudden one day something went Pam! and i swallowed and I, and I was like oh and i was afraid to speak i thought oh that's it i just lost my vocal cords it popped and then I tried to make sound, and it hurt. And I went, oh, no, I'm, I'm done. And then I sat there scared, and I tried to make a sound, and I tried to go find a sound I could make, and I could make sound. And then I started going, trying to go up and down through the octaves, and it hurt. Uh, and then over the course of the next couple of months, uh, it started to, to uh, um, get to a place where I could speak, and then I had this voice. <laughs> and everyone's like, you have the perfect voice for speaking. I'm like, well, the reason I have it is because I almost lost it and I still do damage. I'm on the air too long. If I talk too much, like right now, I'll go after this. I won't say, I'll, but three words the rest of the night uh, because I have to rest my cords now because they hurt. And then I get phlegm building up on them because uh, because I'm in pain so that's why. If you listen to my voice when I first start, as the show goes on, you can hear me getting more and more hoarse and my voice getting more raspy. Okay, guys. I love you guys. Share this out, share this out, share this out. Uh, Have a great night. Uh, I'll be back. Hopefully I'll be back on Wednesday this week uh, with the guys on Skull Island. Uh, I believe that I will. Everything that's been happening has been keeping me from doing that Wednesday show and I refuse to miss this show. So I've been on, except for when I was not feeling well uh, when I thought I had the coop uh, about a month ago. Uh, all right. So I'll see you guys either way. Uh, share this out. I'll be back. Uh, I, I probably might have some more interviews. I got a whole ton of people that want me to interview them, but I just don't do that anymore. Uh, hardly at all. I just do promotions for people who are who are wanting to do a show and I'm interviewing them to promote their shows or up and coming stuff uh, just because uh, uh, I don't believe that that's part of what I need to be doing anymore. Um, I should be. I'm doing this now. I, I've moved full time into and realized that I, I have taken on that role. I didn't like the word teacher, and uh, unfortunately, that's one of the titles that I've been given. And I've just decided that I'm okay with the teaching because of what I've learned about learn, teach, teach, learning, and it's okay to be a teacher because you're learning at the same time. So it's okay to teach and and have that word as a title. And then, of course, when I became a Reiki Master Teacher, I couldn't hide that because <laughs> right? I have the title. I'm not just a Reiki Master; I'm a Reiki Master Teacher. So, you know. So then being a minister, you're you're becoming a teacher. All right, guys, have a great night. I love you all. Please uh, share this out, share this out, share this out. Uh, And uh, I'll see you guys uh, on the flip side. Some of you, I'll see you in the chats. Most of you that are on here are in the same chats that I'm in. I'll probably be talking to you guys, typing later tonight, right? Uh, Or not, it depends on my mood, right? (laughs) You guys have a great evening and thank you for staying as long as you did, right? Those of you who stayed, you stayed because you're wanderers. And if not, you're awake or you're waking up. It's the only reason you're here. I'm a beacon for that. That's part of what I do. And that's why I do this now more than I do interviews because I've taken on that role uh, that I've been trying to avoid for a long time. Knowing that I am one of the, not the, but one of the, um, there's probably a million or two or three or four million of us that are beacons for wanderers. You're supposed to find me so that I can help you to wake up uh, and remember who it is that you are. And for those of you who are not wanderers. It's the same thing. You're supposed to find me because I'm supposed to help you remember that which was taken from you by you originally, and then usurped by nefariousness to keep you from remembering who and what you really truly are and what you truly can become. And That's why we are human beings, because we are being, right? That is the pneuma. That is the spark of life. That is the breath of God is to be, right? All right, guys, have a great night.